Agri Weekend Rush with Agri News Net and Farming Portal. News Headlines of the Week To achieve net zero emissions by 2050 in emerging markets and developing economies, $2 trillion annually by 2030 is needed, primarily in energy, a five-fold increase from current investments. The private sector must play a significant role, despite financial market limitations and low credit ratings. Phasing out coal plants, responsible for 20% of emissions, requires substantial private and public investment. Many banks lack alignment with net-zero targets, and sustainable investment funds often prioritize ESG over climate concerns. Low- and middle-income countries lack incentives for environmental policies due to insufficient credit ratings. Biosafety South Africa hosted its fourth Sustainable Bio-Innovation Symposium at Deep Indai Berg in Pretoria on 28 September 2023. The symposium was well attended by academics, scientists, industry representatives and members of the media. The purpose of the symposium was to provide a platform for all stakeholders to discuss the prerequisites for a sustainable genome editing GED, innovation system in South Africa. Bio-innovation is crucial for coping with the challenges posed by climate change, as well as environmental and economic sustainability. More and more, we are experiencing crop failures caused by extreme storms, drought and heat waves that threaten the food security of a growing global population. Last week, South Africa's Crop Estimates Committee CEC, released its 2022-23 eighth summer crop production forecasts. In these 2022-23 production estimates, there were no new surprises or significant adjustments to the existing forecasts. For example, if we can highlight maize, the 2022-23 commercial harvest is 16.4 million tons, roughly unchanged from August figures, minus 0.09% meter per meter. This crop is 6% more than the 2021-22 season in the second largest harvest on record. The expected ample harvest is primarily on the back of large yields, as the area planted is slightly down from the 2021-22 season. Notably, a crop of 16.4 million tons implies South Africa will have sufficient supplies to meet domestic maize needs of roughly 11.4 million tons and have approximately 3.3 million tons for export markets in the 2023-24 marketing year. This marketing year corresponds with the 2022-23 production season. You listening to an audio cast from our international news desk. Many nations are implementing programs to cut emissions since the window of opportunity to slow global warming is fast closing. Several heavily rely on spending strategies, like raising public investment levels and providing financial aid for renewable energy sources. We applaud their decarbonization efforts. However, these policies can come at a high financial cost. Taking climate action forces severe compromises on policymakers. To achieve climate goals, relying mostly on expenditure measures and scaling them up would grow more expensive, perhaps increasing debt by 45 to 50 percent of GDP by the middle of the century. South Africa's hosting of the AGOA summit is seen as a positive development, with Finance Minister Enoch Godongwana welcoming the event. AGOA has been instrumental in boosting South Africa's economy, benefiting sectors like mining, manufacturing, and agriculture. In 2022, AGOA facilitated $46.5 billion in two-way trade between AGOA countries and the U.S., with a consistent trade surplus for African nations. Despite political differences within the ANC coalition, significant disruption to AGOA is unlikely. 
Recent international engagements have highlighted the importance of revitalizing U.S.-African relations, with President Biden's commitment to AGOA 2023 underscoring this dedication. Over the next few days, the prevailing atmospheric circulation patterns will bring warm and dry conditions across the country, with no significant weather system in sight for widespread rain. Although some showers are expected over the winter rainfall region and isolated thundershowers may occur in the western parts next week, these won't be associated with strong upper air systems. The development of low-pressure systems over the southern regions typically results in higher rainfall for the Cape provinces, while the interior remains predominantly dry due to continental air dominance. Moisture levels in the central to northern interior are still insufficient for widespread rainfall. The large-scale circulation patterns will likely keep dry conditions in place for the near future. Forecast models hint at potential widespread rain along the coast and eastern interior by October 7, with monitoring for exact strength and distribution. The heavy rain observed in the south recently was associated with an intense upper air low, with little rainfall in the northern interior. A secondary low brought thundershowers to some areas in the north but with limited impact. This was a audio cast from the International News Desk of CRA Media International in Los Angeles, USA.